Good morning. Happy Monday, 6 11, currently 28 degrees downtown Duluth at the Mix Money Studios. And Ian, Yo. uh, so last night would have been a great Northern Lights viewing opportunity. It would have been. Uh, well, it was cloudy. Oh, I was like, <laughs> what happened? Oh, they, they stopped. So I, oh, I did see some pictures of places because it wasn't cloudy everywhere, but, um, when I was getting ready to consider going out to check things out, I looked around and went, it's pretty cloudy here in town, but I knew that like if you got north of town, it was supposed to be better. And I did see some pictures online of some people that got some pictures oh, and stuff. Right. But, so, uh, yeah, if you heard the rumors and were, were wondering if you didn't go yourself, well, was there any good northern lights? I, I saw some pictures. Just not here. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I I didn't stay up all night to monitor the sky conditions. How in dare you? I know, but uh, yeah, it looked pretty cloudy when I was getting ready to call it a night here in town. But yeah, I, north of Duluth, I believe they had some opportunities. So there you have it. But that was a big thing yesterday. There was a lot of social media blowing up of oh another chance because a month or so ago there was I mean it was spectacular. Yes. Did you I hear about that? I, I heard about it, yes. You didn't actually go and check it out? I, you know, I'm colorblind, so lights to me. Well, it would have been, I mean, you would have seen movement in the sky. Exactly. Which would have been fine, too. Because yeah. it's pretty wild. Like, the, the ones a month or so ago were, it was it was wild. I'll, I'll just live vicariously through others. Okay, fair enough. Yes. The kids would have loved it. I'm sure they would have. It would have been up late. Mm. <laughs> Sounds like a great time. Dad would have loved it. It would have been awesome. Ugh. No? No. Fair enough. I'll pass. All right. Soft so, pass. Though. So I uh, mentioned that we are coming up on the end of April. We've got oh. uh, the last day is this coming Sunday. So uh, will things actually start changing and looking a little nicer? That'd be nice if it did. Uh, well, <laughs> uh, end of this week, maybe 50. Okay. Is the name well. of the game. Uh, so, yeah, there's actually a chance of maybe some snow showers today. Of course there is. <laughs> oh, we were done. 42 are high. Uh, then we see temperatures in the 40s really through the rest of the week. The good news is after t- today's snow showers, we do see some sunny uh, conditions Tuesday, Wednesday, and then chance okay. of rain to end the week again, but a little warmer. So we'll take it. Yeah. Will you? I mean, I'm going out of town again this weekend, so oh. it should be fine. Oh. Did you go some more fun last weekend? This past one? Yeah. Well, I went up to Rapids. Oh. Or over to Rapids. Over. Yeah. 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 How was it? A lot of snow. Yeah. Well, yeah. they they did get more snow. I actually was talking to somebody from like Ely area. Oh yeah. Yesterday, and they said, yeah, there's they were out snowmobiling. <laughs> yeah, it was. I got there. When was it? I left Friday afternoon, and it was it was snowing. So, uh, yeah. Well, you know, I love it. It's springtime in the Northland. Hey, Sprinter. Great. It's good stuff. All right. Coming up later on this morning, mentioned it a bit ago. We're going to be talking about movies that you wish you could see again for the first time because there's just that magic of seeing them for the first time that you just can't quite recapture that you'd love to do. So uh, we asked you on our Facebook page and through our mobile app, you know, what would you like to see? We can get a lot of great comments, but if you have uh, the desire to jump in on that conversation, you can shoot us a chat message through the Mixed Mobile app or on our Facebook page. We'll chat a little bit more about that later on this morning. I'm looking forward to hearing your takes on some of this because you're a big movie guy. I can't wait to let you know. I'm looking forward to it. Music ahead for you soon from Jax as well as Taylor Swift here in Mixed 108. 631 on a Monday morning, currently 28 degrees. Downtown Duluth at the Mixed 108 Studios and... AI keeps working its way into new parts of life every day. Literally everything. I feel. <laughs> so a new addition, I think it, for me, it popped up on maybe like Saturday morning. I did an update for my some apps on my phone and it popped up. Yeah. Snapchat now has an AI feature. Woo. Yeah. So you saw this as well. I did. 
And I, so I, like you, you were saying that uh, you did not actually engage with this thing. Not at all. I just completely ignored it. It popped up. I looked at it. I was like, oh, that's, that's cool. And I just, yeah, I, I didn't do anything with it because I, like, the way that it's pitched, it doesn't seem super valuable to me. No. I didn't um, even think it was cool. I was just like, yeah. Oh. Well, so the way that it was uh, presented, there's a message that pops up if you've not seen this, or maybe if your kids use it and you don't. So it pops up a message saying something along the lines of, um, it's called My AI is what it's referred to as. It's supposed to be like a Snapchat friend, but it's artificial intelligence. Right. I mean, isn't that what I have Siri for? Well, you know, do you you talk to Siri all the time? I mean, occasionally we have a nice, good conversation. So you do talk to AI. Yeah. I don't need another one in my life. Oh, you're you're loyal. <laughs> exactly. You're, you're AI monogamous. That's right. Oh, isn't that nice? Serious, my forever. <laughs> so the oh, uh, the message that pops up we're related to um, when looking at a message on Snapchat about what this thing is. It says, "My AI, which is the name of this thing, is an experimental friendly chatbot currently available to Snapchatters." It says. In a chat conversation, my AI can answer burning trivia questions, offer advice on the perfect gift for your BFF's birthday, help plan a hiking trip for a long weekend, or suggest what to make for dinner. My AI is there to help and connect you in more deeply uh, to the people and things you care about most. And then it says you can give my AI a nickname, tell it about your likes and dislikes, and they go on to say we're constantly working to improve and evolve my AI but it's possible that responses may include biased, incorrect, harmful, or misleading information and content. Um, because my AI is an evolving feature, you should always independently check answers provided by my AI before relying on any advice. And the problem with this first stuff is, okay, so you're... you're <laughs> I don't want to tell an AI my likes and dislikes off the well, bat. You, you know why that is, right? Why what what is what? what? Why, it's, why they're saying tell your likes and dislikes. So it gets better. to know you better, yeah. so you can they can serve you ads better. No, I don't want that. <laughs> exactly. Um, I also, don't know. I've seen Megan. I know how it ends. <laughs> Hard pass for this guy. I don't. This this doesn't seem like the 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 usage scenarios they paint for me, and I don't think it's because we're quote unquote old. We're in our thirties. I don't. No. I don't know if that's that's what this because this doesn't seem helpful to me. Like. I'm ready to watch Jeopardy and go to bed. <laughs> it is 6.30, you know. Hey. <laughs> but so with this, there's actually, uh, there's been some parents that have shared some concerns about this online. Well, yeah, and I was I was reading this to the, somebody had a conversation with AI, like, where am I? Oh, I don't have your location. Well, where's the nearest McDonald's? And then the nearest McDonald's pops up. They said like, yeah, it's a mile and a half away or whatever. Yeah. So that's a little weird. Um, there's a lot of other little odds and ends. There's one parent that commented how, and, and this is unverified. This is just Facebook conversations. It was shared by uh, a sheriff's department. So this was the the uh, Sioux County Sheriff's Department yeah, that shared, shared this. over like 30,000 times. Yeah, it's too. got a lot of reach. Uh, some of these things, have not, there's no screenshots. There's no verification of some of them, but there's... Um, apparently there was one parent who was saying that there was advice given on how to like hide bruises and things like that. And which is a weird, obviously that's true. That's frightening. Um, but I don't know. It's, it's a weird thing, but it's something I guess of nothing else to be aware of, uh, parents, if you have kids that use Snapchat or even, even if you just in general are using it to know that it's there and, and what it is, I guess. I don't know. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Very weird to me. 
It, it Like I said, it doesn't seem like it would have a lot of value to me. No. But there are some people that enjoy just having conversations with AI, which is interesting. What does that say about them? I, I, I don't know. Okay. They just, you know. It, it can be interesting. Like I've seen, I've seen news reports about people who have had conversations with Chad GPT too, and, and the conversations they've had are wild. That's fair. Like there was one, I, I forget what I was watching, but there was one person that said they were having a conversation and the AI was like eventually starting to hit on them. Oh. Yeah. It's weird. Oh. It's weird. How does that work? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> we live in, we live in an interesting time with this AI stuff. And, and I don't I mean, know, like if AI has got money and wants to take me out, I'm not going to say no. Would you? I mean, if AI is paying. <laughs> <laughs> well, most of these services are, are free right now, you know, so they're probably, AI probably isn't rolling in the money, but, you know, someday. I'll be there. And if you want to see what we're talking about with this, these uh, messages from this sheriff's department, they're on our website, Mobile Op. We were just kind of pulling some of the highlights from it. It's, it's, it's interesting, though, but it's something to be aware of that uh, over the last few days, Snapchat has rolled out. Another thing I learned that I didn't know before is that Snapchat has a paid version. Yeah. Didn't know that. I I think I knew that. But all it does is give you, like, early access to features. It's not like... Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like you get a ton of... You don't get... It's not like a streaming service where you get the ad-free tier. Those are still there. It's just you get early access to features, so... Hey. Interesting. But that's... So that's one of the things, because there was somebody that says, well, how do I get rid of this thing? Because it's at the top of your, your chat history all the time. And so somebody said, well, how do I get rid of it? And one of the one of the comments is that you can actually remove it, unpin it, if you're a paid member, apparently. Oh. So it'll just live in your chat history at the top. Unless you're a paid member, then you can unpin it from your chat history. Oh, that's lame. Yeah. So sorry, Ian, unless you want to throw four bucks a month at another streaming or not a streaming service, another service. I'm um, good. I'll you, just let it sit there. Okay. That's, that's where I'm at, too. I'll but let it burn. Something to be aware of, and again, you can check out more about this on the Mix and Mobile app at mixandweight.com. Snapchat now has an AI feature. Woo. Yay. Uh, music ahead for you soon. We're going to hear from BB Rex and David Guetta. Also going to talk about movies you wish you could see again for the first time later on this morning here at Mix and Wait. 6.52 on a Monday morning, currently 29 degrees downtown Duluth at the Mix and Wait studios. And I mentioned earlier this morning, we're just a matter of a week away from May. We sure are. <laughs> and with that, that doesn't actually... Doesn't feel like it. No, it doesn't feel like it. That actually means we're just a couple weeks away from the Minnesota fishing opener as well. Hey. And I know that's a big holiday for a lot of people. By the way, also, <clears throat> that's right around Mother's Day, so make sure you're making plans for mom too. Um, that's always a big reminder because people really forget about that. Uh, but with the weather we've had this winter, now it wasn't necessarily an extremely cold winter, but it's been, you know, up and down, up and down in the snow we got created a lot of insulation that's keeping lakes from melting and then it hasn't been a warm spring except for those three days we got right and so there's people actually legitimately getting worried that northern minnesota lakes might not have ice out before fishing opener um i know it'd be crazy so there are uh, there was actually somebody with the university of minnesota that that uh, was looking at some data and said that based on current trends this was as of last week not figuring in the snow we got the end of last week, um, but figuring that it might be sometime first week of May, plus or minus five days before we see ice out across many of Minnesota's, more northern Minnesota's lakes. Okay, well. So that would be before opener, because opener is the... I'm going to ask you. 
I believe, if I remember right, it's the 13th. So that's only a matter of days. Yeah, 13 is the opener. And if the if the if they say the uh, the room for error is five days, that actually would still <laughs> put the opener within that. Ooh, it's going to be touch and go a little bit. Uh, so there are lakes in Minnesota that already had ice out. That's usually. Um, you know, Southern Lakes first. That's the case again this year. Uh, there are a number of lakes, Twin Cities area, Southern Minnesota, some areas as, as far north as like Cambridge that have ice out, St. Cloud that have ice out, okay. um, reported by the Minnesota DNR, but Northern Minnesota lakes, no, <laughs> not, not happening. Uh, and in case you're wondering, by the way, uh, average ice out for lakes in the Twin Ports area uh, tends to generally be, according to the Minnesota DNR, mid to late April. Okay. So by now we should be seeing ice out on lakes. Um, like for example, Island Lake this week normally would be ice out. Um, Pike Lake this week would be ice out on average. Um, just a couple examples. Uh, the latest though it's been out has been, get this. No. <laughs> no. Um, one of the lakes, uh, Sunshine Lake, which is up by Island Lake. Okay. May 27th. <laughs> was the latest recorded ice out. So close to June. Um, oh. A lot of the other bigger lakes in the area earlier in May is the latest ice out, but, you know, like early to mid-May. However, there are some lakes that have seen late, late ice outs in the Twin Ports area. Um, so, oh and the bad God. news is it isn't really going to warm up this week a ton. I mean, it's going to be in the 40s, and there's some rain expected later this week, which will help. Um, but it's not like we're going to see 70s again like we did for that stretch of a couple days. Great. So... For those that are looking Love forward that for to us. getting out on the water, might be a little while. I'm sorry, Ian. I know you're looking forward I know. to getting I, out in your bass boat. And That's right. I had fishing opener on my calendar for years now. Years. That's right. Uh, you don't need to drill a hole for summer fishing, by the way. Are you sure? Yes. I still might. I know. Yeah. <laughs> the one time you went ice fishing with us, I it was an experience. Mess around and find out. We'll okay. see what happens. Good luck. Let me know how that goes. Uh, coming up here in a little while, we're going to be getting to your toolbox for this morning. Ian yes. will uh, get more details on what's coming up with that, as well as an update on your weather soon here at Mix It Away. Good morning. Here's a collection of the stupidest, dumbest, most idiotic people on earth. It's Ian's Toolbox on Mitch 108. What a tool. I uh, don't want to shock you here, Nick, but we are not starting in Florida today. What? Actually, I don't even have a Florida story. I'm impressed. <laughs> Sam, look at you. Go Florida. Right. We're actually starting off in Kansas when a 30-year-old man driving his truck home from work decided to participate in uh, April 20th activities. Okay. When he started <laughs> driving. Well, well, you know, okay. he started driving with his knees. And then crossed three lanes, went into a ditch, slammed in a cement culvert, a large fence, fence corner post, a telephone junction box, and finally stopping after crashing into a utility pole. That's a lot of stuff. That was a lot to take in. I think I'm about to sneeze. <laughs> Jesus. You okay? No, I'm good. It passed. But okay. I felt the sneeze coming up. Okay. He was also not wearing his seatbelt, so he was uh, jerked around inside the cab a lot, but received minor injuries. Yeah, he was uh, taken in in charge with uh, possession of various drugs and paraphernalia, also driving reckless. Uh, don't yeah. don't drive with your knees. No, yeah, hands. Holy That's what those cow. Are for. Uh, now going over to uh, some carnival passengers were banned 
after uh, trying to fish from their cabin. What? <laughs> yup. They uh, were in the balcony of their room with a few fishing poles and trying to fish while the cruise ship was uh, going. And if you didn't know, <laughs> that is against the rules huh. on uh, Carnival Cruises. I've never been on a cruise. Yeah. that I, But I would have never had the thought, I should try fishing from the boat. You know what? Neither have I. But uh, there you have it. We should ask David if he uh, does we that should. at all. <laughs> they have identified the guests and uh, permanently banned them from cruising ever again on Carnival. Oh, man. Was it worth it? Did you catch anything at least? They didn't say that they caught anything. So I'm going to guess they didn't. Just guess. Probably not worth it. And then lastly, down in South America, a business not only got robbed once, but twice in one day. The first time, uh, apparently, a couple, uh, two armed robbers brutally uh, uh, brutalized the staff before running off with hundreds of thousands of pesos. The victims then called the police, and as soon as the assailants left the premises, police came in, questioned everyone, and then walked away with another bag containing about 4 million pesos. Like one of the police officers did. He's... He's even caught on security cameras walking out One with of the, the cops. Bank. Did yep. My goodness. Yeah. So they got robbed not once but twice. <laughs> Yikes! Not a good day. No, not for them. Not for that travel agency. Man, and, uh, that's gonna do for my toolbox. All right. Well, thank you, Ian. Appreciate could you, that. Could you imagine though, like getting robbed and then having police come? Yeah, call the cops getting, and they're like, they're getting on. robbed. It's by our turn them. now. Yeah, it's our turn now. Holy cow. Oh, my goodness. Now I'm really curious. Okay, so $4 million. I want to see how many dollars that is. Oh, yeah. You you don't know off the top of your head? Uh, no, I do not. Um, it is $221,886. I was going to say probably $220,000. And 92 cents. Okay. That's, yeah. that's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. Oh, man. Well, hopefully... <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't. What do you like? There's no way to recover from that one, no. especially after the, after the cop hits you too. And it's like, what do you what do you do at this point? You call different cops. Yeah. You know, man. Yikes. Yeah. Not good. All right. Well, thanks, Ian. You're welcome. Anytime. Seven fifteen on a Monday morning. Currently thirty degrees downtown Duluth at the Mix Morning Studios. Yeah, a little bit. Get to that high of forty two eventually here. Aw. Yeah, I know it's gonna be great. Appreciate you getting me high to forty two. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the. Last time, Ian, I know you're not a big flying guy, but the last time you were uh, on a plane was what, this winter? Last fall? Uh, summer. June. Last summer. Okay. Yeah, when I flew to Nashville. I was trying to remember when that was. I knew that was, I'm pretty sure, the last time you had flown. It sure was. Because uh, you're not a big fan. No, not at all. See, I enjoy flying. Um, I The last time I was on a plane, it had been a while prior to that, but was I went to my brother's wedding down in Cancun this winter. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was, that was nice. A few months ago, right? Yeah, February. Yeah. I flew I flew into Cancun on Super Bowl Sunday, which was awesome. I don't know what month I was thinking it was, but I'm like, February? That was a long time ago. Then I looked down at my computer. I'm like, oh, no, that was two months ago. Yeah. Holy it, cow. It, it's still winter around here. Uh, so, <laughs> luckily, I didn't have any weird experiences or at least a ton of weird experiences with, like, people expecting the, the flight attendants to do stuff. But there's some right. flights where this happens where they expect – a lot from the flight attendants, well, like above and beyond their job. I'm seeing this article titled Eight Things People Expect Flight Attendants to Do That Aren't Their Jobs. Mm-hmm. And the only things I'm thinking about when I'm in a plane is breathing. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> and just closing my eyes. Well, but you you also just don't like flying. I'm, I'm a different breed, so yeah. it's fine. It's fine. So, because the expectation I have is help me with my experience. Like, that's part of the deal is making sure that everybody's flight experience is good, safe, happy, you know, helping out with getting your little package of treats. Yes, and um, my ginger ale because I feel I need calmness in my life. Ginger ale brings you calm? Yeah, it helps settle the stomach. Aw. Yeah, it gives me little tummy pats. Aw. I had a, I had an alcoholic beverage, and they gave out, by the way, my last flight. They gave, I was surprised. It was Dot's Pretzels. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. I was like, let's go. I mean, granted, it was there was like eight of them in a bag. It was tiny little, you know, the little style ones. But Okay, well, you know. I was happy. Well, yeah. But, so, like, those are the type of things that I expect. But some people apparently have very high expectations of the flight attendants on Not a plane. Not shocked. Uh, and some of these things that you were referring to on this list include putting bags in the overhead bin for you. No, no. isn't. Shouldn't you put your own bag? I mean, they can probably provide some assistance. But the thing is... Here's the thing that drives me nuts, and I did did see this one time, and my parents have had experience with this too, mm-hmm. where you get somebody that has a bag that's a little too big, and they're trying to jam it in there. Mm-hmm. I've seen this. Uh, what are you doing? What are you doing? Just trying to live life, man. I, well, and I I get you know oh it's, it'll fit you know just trying to avoid having the the checked bag thing, either having yeah. to pay for it or even I've been on I've I've seen situations where it's free, they just don't want to part with their bag. I put my backpack under my chair. Sure. But so like but you, the carry like carry-on bags can be bigger than a backpack though. That's true, yeah. So, um that's that's the first thing. Um fix flight delays the next thing they expect oh, like, cuz yes. the, the flight attendant has the power to fix that. They sure do, didn't you know that? It's it's amazing to me that the uh it, like there's a lot of people involved in making a flight happen, you know, the pilots, the air traffic controllers, the weather's involved. I mean, there's a lot. Right. Um but yeah, the flight attendant they'll fix it for you. Um the next thing that's expected of flight attendants, and granted, they're the ones that are the face of this on a plane, but they don't have any control over how much is on the plane. Having an unlimited supply of food. I blame the pilots for that one. If the pilot's not bringing me food, then I am upset. And the food you want, of course, exactly. Well, you know, because they expect- I need lobster bisque. <laughs> need some filet mignon. Come on now. Yes. Yeah, got to have everything you expect on a plane, That's even right. if it's just like you're flying from Duluth to Dubuque, Iowa or something like exactly. that. <laughs> I'm a fancy ginch. I need all this. All right. Um, the next thing that apparently somebody expected was uh, to have them warm something up in the microwave for you. That's a wild to me. Come on. So are they are they like bringing food with them or are they expecting the food that's given to them to then be heated up? So they say it, it's not that flight attendants don't want to warm up the food that you brought from home. Oh, okay. But, yeah, so it's... It, I didn't know you could... Can you bring food on a plane? So certain things. Okay. Uh, dry, dry food. Okay. Yeah, if, if it's liquids or even like peanut butter apparently is uh, considered a liquid now. Peanut I mean, butter is a liquid? Well, it's not a liquid, but it's a, you know, it's a paste. You could, it, it, so you right. need to... It, it follows the same rules as like shampoo. What if I put it on my body? Can I bring it on the plane? <laughs> you, you might get asked some different questions, Ian. I'm just going to th- match, <laughs> sir. We need you to come with us. Why? <laughs> uh, a couple of other things that flight attendants are apparently expected to do, uh, way above and beyond their job, hold connecting flights because they have control over that. Right. <laughs> I'm going to need them to change the weather. Yeah, change the weather. The next one. You know, uh, they do have a direct line to Mother Nature. They so I do. Get it. I get it. And like I, so my flight back to uh, 
the Twin Cities is where I flew in and out of from Cancun back to Minneapolis. We had some weather. It, there was actually uh, some th- uh, snow yeah. over um, Missouri, Iowa, uh, and it was there, there was some turbulence. And the, there was a lady, and I'm assuming her boyfriend or husband, one of the two, sitting next to me, and the lady was not exactly content <laughs> with the situation. And she, I heard her whisper something to the flight attendant because she looked a little uncomfortable. I don't know what it was, but yeah. like I'm just envisioning that. Like, can you do something about the bumps? Because it was a little bumpy at times. Well, I remember coming back from San Diego. It was uh, early January, and I swear when we made it down to uh, land, there was some ice, and we were doing some slip sliding away. But it was fine. Final couple things that people apparently expect flight attendants to do. Uh, Go through the trash to find something that you lost. Oh, dumb. That just sounds terrible. And then to be happy 100% of the time. Yes! Like, I get your job is to be a friendly face and everything, but if you're being a jerk to them... Don't expect them to have a smile on their face. Yeah. I And I've seen in other service industries, like in the food service industry, where you're somebody's a jerk to them, right. to the staff member, and they're like, well, why are you being nice? Isn't that your job? Well, you're being a jerk to them. Like, <laughs> sir, I'm going to need you to stop yelling at me, please. Thank yeah, you. exactly. Ugh, some people. So anyway, check your expectations, I guess, is the, is the thought before you head on your you next flight. You need to check yourself before you wreck yourself, Nick. Do it. Exactly. All right, coming up here a little bit later on this morning, we're going to be talking about uh, what movie, what one movie, you could, if you could pick one, would you like to see again for the first time? Recapture that magic. I feel like there's so many I could pick. But getting some great conversations, uh, you can send a chat message through the Mix Mobile app or on our Facebook page. Looking forward to counting those down soon here in Mixing Away. 7.35 on a Monday morning, currently 30 degrees. And Ian, uh, so we are once again, this we've been doing this for a number of years now, Getting ready to celebrate National Nurses Week, which, by the way, is May 6th through the 12th. One of my favorite weeks. I love this. And uh, so to do so, what we're doing to celebrate, as we've done in years past, is we're taking your nominations to uh, give recognition to nurses around the Northland, whether they be a a nurse at one of the area hospitals, whether they be at a clinic or in a school. or I mean, we've seen from a variety of different facilities where these nurses work, uh, where they've been nominated. What we do is we read a little bit about them. So part of the nomination process is you tell them, you tell us a little bit about them, right. you know, what what makes them awesome, whether they provided care for you or someone in your family, whether they're a coworker, whatever the deal is. Um, we'll read about, the, about them on the air, and then we also have a little gift package we're giving uh, to each of them from our sponsors as well. So I love that. Well, I, thank you for their hard work. I love reading all the stories about all these hardworking nurses, and it's just amazing. It's it's one of those careers that uh, is super important, but I feel like it... it uh, um, doesn't always get the the credit it deserves because 100%. you're doing a lot of support work. Yep. A lot of important things. But um, so that being said, we're taking submissions as of this morning. If you know a nurse in your life, whether, it, like I said, it's someone that's provide care for you or someone in your family, whether it's a coworker, a family member, whatever the case may be, uh, head to the Mix Mobile app or mixinoit.com and uh, fill the nomination form. And we will be uh, taking those submissions all the way through Nurses Week, which, as I mentioned, is May 6th through the 12th, which is when we're going to be reading them on the air. Love that. Yeah. So looking forward to once again uh, giving shout outs to those nurses, those hardworking folks across the Northland. So uh, check it out now. And again, you can nominate a nurse on the Mix Mobile app or mixinoid.com. Now through Nurses Week, May 6th. Woo. Yeah. It's good stuff. Uh, Ian, later on this morning, we're going to be talking about uh, your f- movie you wish you could see for the first time again. I've literally been thinking about this all weekend long. 
And I'm look. I'm really looking forward to seeing your your thought because you're a big movie guy. We've gotten a lot of great commentary. Uh, if you have a thought you'd like to share about the movie you'd like to see again for the first time, if you could do that, um, head to the Facebook page, the Mix Facebook page, or shoot us a chat message through the Mix Mobile app. Either way, we'll be uh, reading those comments. Plus, later on this morning as well, chatting about uh, why you are beside maybe just annoying people. Why you should tear that foil lid or that plastic lid off of like. Top the tater. Yes. Uh, there's actually a scientist saying, please, for the love of all that's good, take it off. Oh, I'm well, very nervous to hear why. We'll share why coming up here in Mix and Awake. Good morning. 7.52 on a Monday morning, currently 32 degrees. Yes, Ian, it is slowly but surely warming up. Woo! Party! <laughs> yes! I know you're super pumped. I am. Uh, so this impacts different people in different ways. So if okay. you have plans to uh, get your kids to Valley Fair, whether it be as a family adventure, maybe with friends, or perhaps with a youth school or church group, um, the rules about chaperoning are changing. Ooh. So uh, there's a new chaperone policy, which will go into effect when they open in May. Okay. At Valley Coming Fair up. this year, which, yeah, the, the 13th, I think it is, is That's when they a open. very popular May Day, I feel. Uh, yeah. The 14th is when they open to the general public. The 13th okay. is their season pass preview day. And fishing opener, right? Uh, that weekend, yeah. Yes. Mother's Day weekend. Look at that. Yeah. So the new policy is going to take effect when they open, and it's going to require all park goers that are 15 or younger to be accompanied by an adult in order to be admitted to and stay in the park past 4 p.m. Oh. So they say, uh, there's a quote that they shared saying, we believe these changes will help ensure that Valley Fair continues to have a positive atmosphere where generations of families and friends can gather for a day of safe and good fo- uh, fun and food um, and other adventures and whatnot. Uh, they go on to say, millions of guests have counted on us for exactly that, and we continue to deliver on that promise for generations to come. So the new policy basically is, uh, the chaperone needs to be at least 21. Also, not just an adult. It's got to be a 21-year-old adult. Yes, not just an 18-year-old. needs to be at least 21, and they have to be with the party during entry and remain inside the park during the visits. You don't have to be with them uh, at, at the entire time they're at the park. Okay. But they need to be in the park and be reachable by phone throughout the time that the, the group is in the park. Could I start like a new business, just be like a Valley Fair chaperone for hire? Ian's chaperoning. Not bad. It's like a babysitter, honestly. <laughs> kind of. Uh, they go on to say guests that are ages 15 or younger who are found inside the park to be unaccompanied by a chaperone will be subject to ejection. Ooh, they're getting out of there. Exactly. Um, the uh, policy requires uh, policy requires uh, that all ticket holders follow these rules, so on and so forth. You know Obviously, if you're going as a family, that's one thing I- easy, but... Where I see this being a big deal is is for groups, like if you're going with a school group or with right. a church or just group, a friend group or a group of friends. So the chaperone needs to uh, they're responsible for no more than ten people, fifteen or younger. So in other words, okay. if you have a group of twenty, you gotta have two, ah, thirty, three, so on and so forth. A group um, of thirty. I mean, classroom. Uh, yeah, like it's, if it's a bigger group, you know, from a school or whatever. Um, you know, I changed my mind though. I'd rather be a Valley Fair umpire now. You're oh. out. You're out of here. Strike one. <laughs> we'll get you on the lazy river. You can yell at kids. Done. Quit splashing. Consider it done. I'm just envisioning you sitting under an umbrella because you're like the sun. Umbrella. Ella. Ella. Yes. I know yeah, the sun exactly. is my worst enemy. <laughs> 
Ian's mortal enemy over there. I'm I'm getting ah. a sunburn right now as we're sitting here. Yeah, it's a cloudy day outside, and Ian's getting a sunburn. So anyway, if you do have plans of, uh, like you said, a group of friends or whatever the case may be, uh, doing a Valley Fair trip, do be aware that it's up to 10 uh, people under the age of 15 need an adult over the age of 21 in the park and reachable by phone. Don't need to be with him the entire time, but in the park. I think that's a good rule. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, that way, I'm if, with if something happens, you know, they're at least reachable. They're in the park. They're nearby. Right. And kids these days, my goodness. What are you saying? Nothing. Exactly. Don't worry about it. All right. Uh, next hour, we're talking about movies that people would like to see again for the first time. Got some great feedback from listeners also. Why there's a scientist who says it's important you take that that foil or plastic lid that you peel off of like yeah. sour cream or yogurt, why it's important you actually fully take that off. I'm here for this. So I need gonna, to know. We're going to share that coming up soon here in Mix It Away. Good morning. Good morning. It's 814 on a Monday morning, 32 degrees downtown Duluth at the Mix One Way Studios. And there's just something about certain movies bringing up just a level of magic. Oh, that 100%. You know, you, you wish you could re- capture that magic sometimes yeah. with some of these movies. And so we were talking on Friday and I thought it'd be kind of fun to talk about what are some movies that you wish you could see again for the first time. Just to like relive that experience of just the awe and the marvel of what that movie was the first time you saw it. Mm. And so we asked listeners, you know, on our mobile app, got some great feedback on our Facebook page, got some good feedback. Um, and if you want to chime in still, you can do so. Shoot us a chat message through the Mix Mobile app or uh, jump on the thread already on our Facebook page. Uh, lots of great feedback of movies that people would like to see again for the first time. Um, and just looking through some of them, Batman 89, one of them. The original Batman movie. I love that. Well, you can see Michael Keaton in all his Batman glory again in the new Flash movie. When's that happening, by the way? I honestly don't know because I don't <laughs> care. But... <laughs> Well, I'm, because there's so much going on with the DC universe cinematically. Kind of a mess. Yeah, yeah. So it's like this movie isn't even worth it, but it's kind of cool to see Keaton back. In yeah. the I, I liked him as Batman. Same. The first the first one with, uh, you know, with Jack Nicholson and like that, mm-hmm. that to me still stands as probably not my ultimate favorite Batman, but one of my favorites of all the ones that have made over Clearly years. your favorite is George Clooney. So I <laughs> How did it. you know? Val Kilmer is a close second. Yeah, exactly. Understand. Uh, trash movies. Uh, <laughs> it comes out this week, by the way. The oh, Flash this movie. week. Wow. Yes. Okay. I'm intrigued. Same. I keep wanting to give. Uh, I like the characters. From, sorry, we're going to sidetrack here. No, you're. I okay. like the characters from the DC comic universe, but the movies have been terrible. No, <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. When compared, I mean, some of them have been better than others, See, but. Now I'm thinking of George Clooney's bat suit, and I got a little itchy in a certain area. <laughs> Do you need a second? No, you're, you're good. I, I I scratched it. I'm fine now. Okay. So some other movies that listeners said that they would love to see again for the first time, recapture that magic uh, that they experienced the first time they watched it. Miracle was another example. Okay. Uh, Rachel said Miracle. Got some likes on that one. Um that's one of those movies like you go into it probably knowing how it ends because you right. know the story like it's based on a true story. I'm going with probably the most underrated comment okay. in our uh, feed here from Katie who said Princess Bride. Interesting. 100%. That movie is so good. Very nice. Uh, some other folks, Richard commented Star Trek The Motion Picture, so like the original. Um, interesting choice. I actually grew up with him, by the way. Interesting. He used to work with my dad at That's the arcade. Funny. So, huh? Yeah. Uh, a couple Shout other out to Rich. Well, there you go. A couple other people uh, 
Sherry and Peter both commenting Star Wars. Yep. Yep. Okay. So I'm assuming they mean the original Star Wars movie, if yes. I had to guess. Um, oh, gosh. A New Hope, right? Yes. Okay. That would be the first. The, the OG. Uh, some other folks. Colleen mentioned The Wizard of, of, of Oz. Good choice. Uh, 13 Ghosts. By another Echo. movie. Yes. Yeah. I was looking at that right here. Yeah. Uh, Jurassic Park. Uh, Jasmine said that would be a good one to, you know, because that added, that was groundbreaking when that movie came out. That was 30 years ago, 1993. That's insane to me. When that came out. And, and uh, by the way, a quick reminder, if you didn't hear about this a couple weeks ago, if you liked Jurassic Park, um, the DSSO is doing a thing in August, just as a reminder, where they're actually going to play the music and make the sound effects to the movie while the movie is showing. <laughs> Yes, it'll be Ian making dinosaur sounds. They Just hired him. with a microphone. Yeah, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be the best time ever, honestly. Um, shout out to Aaron who said Twister. That I I that would be one of the, if I had to pick like a short list, Twister would be one of them for me. I've never seen it. What? Yeah, we're having a movie night, Ian. Just to see Twister? Absolutely. All right. Before well, Twisters comes out, the the sequel. Hold my hand. I'll make some popcorn. It'll be great. Uh, some other folks, Corey said Shawshank Redemption, uh, Lord of the Rings from Travis, Ever After was another one, uh, Sound of Music, Labyrinth, uh, also suggestions through our mobile app, we got Almost Famous and Pineapple Express. Hey! <laughs> so, so let me ask you, Ian, yeah. uh, what movie and why, if you oh. had to pick just one, just Hands one. Hands down, Step Brothers, just kidding. <laughs> um, honestly, so I, I was thinking about this, and uh, there's there's quite a few that I would love to rewatch again, but if I had to pick just one, I will say Deadpool came a close second, just because okay. I was so, like, I had a smile on my face the entire time watching, because I was, was waiting was fun. forever, right? Yes. But I'll, if I had to choose just one, I think I'd pick The Dark Knight. Wow. I would. I just, there's something about that movie. I still go back to watch it and I still like love it as much as I did the first time. And uh, I think it'd be so cool to see it again as like I've never seen never it before. Never seen it before, you know yeah. I mean? Just to see Heath Ledger's performance, yeah. just jaw dropping. And yep. So I think that'd be my choice. What about you? So to be different because Star Wars, Twister, The Dark Knight, there's a lot of movies that I'd like other people have said, but if yeah. I got to pick one to also be a little different, I'll say Iron Man. Really? I I really like that movie. Okay. Like, there's other ones that I like more yeah. overall. I mean, I've only seen it once, but... Really? Yeah. Yeah, the original, I thought that for for launching what became an empire, and there have been, been some duds since, since then. Right. But to launch the Marvel movie Empire was a heck of a way to start things, I thought. I mean, it was. You're yeah. not wrong. So. I, I did ask my dad over the weekend, too, just because yes. I literally became a movie buff because him. What what Daddy Ian say? Well, he said... Uh, <laughs> Don't let him know I called him that. I'm going to I'm gonna text him Daddy right now. Hey, by the way, you are now Daddy Ian. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the, the Exorcist. Wow, okay. Yeah, you would All love right. to see that again for the first time. Nice. Okay, so. yeah. It's it's and there, there's always a story behind these, which is really cool. That's one thing I wish I could talk to some of these listeners and like really get the right, story like behind why, that. Why do you like? Um, somebody mentioned the original Ninja Turtles with my buddy Ryan, so I'm yeah. assuming there's a nice story yeah. behind there. And why? The, most of the time, it's it's the movie itself had a lot to it, but there's also some other element to that experience that really made it special to you. And I I went and saw Deadpool uh, Midnight Showing with Tony Hart, by the way. Oh, that's so, cute. Yeah. <laughs> uh, viewing a movie with him and some of the other people here at the station, it's a different experience. 100%. Because I, I saw one of the Avengers movies with you. Oh, yes, that's right. A number of movies with Tony and Ken and Lauren. And 
It's an experience. Yeah, I love it every time. Every time. All right, coming up soon, we're going to be talking about why there's a scientist, an expert that says you should. You know that that fill that either foil or plastic film that's yeah. on top of your your sour cream, your top, top potato, potato, yogurt. You shouldn't just leave that on there. And mm-hmm. there's a there's an important reason. We'll explain why coming up soon here. Mix it. 8.36 on a Monday morning, currently 34 degrees, downtown Duluth at the Mix Studio. Studios. So I know people, like couples that have gotten into fights over this. Love that. Uh, the plastic or foil cover that you peel off of yogurt, sour cream, top the tater, okay. other t- dips, things like that. Um, some people will like mostly tear it off, but not fully tear it off. Right. Cream cheese. Yeah. I, I, I normally... Just it's gone. Okay, Boom, gone. Um, however, I know <laughs> our our neighbor in the studio next door. He and his wife apparently had a disagreement about this uh, related to top the tater. And it's interesting to me because I, a lot of people like actually have gotten into debates over why do you leave this on there? And there's actually a uh, a, a germ expert that says please. Uh. Please take that off of there. You mean it doesn't preserve the food longer? No. Cover it back up. And see, some people think that. that That's actually so. People think that that foil or plastic, it, it's put there as a part of the packaging process, as this expert explains, okay. to keep the, the food inside lasting longer. Right. So he actually explains, this expert does, that um, what happens as a part of the packaging process is they'll actually... Um, put a usually like nitrogen or something in there so it's not uh, oxygen and they'll seal it in because it'll keep the food fresher longer without using chemicals. That makes sense. And so when you tear that lid, essentially you're 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 allowing oxygen in and what it was there to do is no longer being done. Gotcha. And they go on to say even further that that lid with the stuff on it, all that does then is just allow germs to start growing and you have just another thing that keeps flopping around on your food item. Oh, you don't like when things flop around on your food? <laughs> Not particularly. All right. Well, teach and their own. Yeah, I, you do? What? Yeah. What? Okay. Hey, I like to keep life interesting. Things I learned today about Ian. Uh, <laughs> oh, flip it, flop it. <laughs> so, so this this germ expert says you're, you're doing yourself a, a real disservice by leaving that on there. Um, in opening that seal or breaking the seal, as as the expert refer, refers to it, it's not a drinking thing apparently, or not just oh. a drinking thing. Um, you're opening the floodgates, allow, uh, allowing the air in that includes oxygen. Once that seal is broken, the surrounding air will get in, and obviously then allow for easier microbial growth. See, this is why I stick with the squeeze stuff. But that's going to happen with any food item. So basically, he goes on to say that the important part is that. That floppy plastic or... or <laughs> I just love the way you explain this. <laughs> the flippy floppy thing. Yes. The, the thing, yeah. the, the seal that you've torn mostly off, uh, can lead to a higher risk of contamination because it'll keep touching potentially your food. Um, and it usually has some residue. Like when yeah. you open up sour cream, there's always a little bit on the top. Right. And you um, don't, we don't want flippy floppy things to touch our food. So exactly. we got to get it out of there. Exactly. So this expert is saying just... Just remove that. Like, if you want to scrape off what was on the top, sure, go ahead. I just, I can't believe couples get in arguments over. This. I know, and and not to pick on the person I I called out, but like, hello, are, sir, we're talking about you. Yeah, he doesn't even know it. No, uh, but there are other people. His wife probably listening right now, going, "Thanks, jerks." We didn't see you. We didn't use his name. Yeah, uh, <laughs> never said she was in the wrong. Yeah, uh, yeah, but, but 
there are couples that do like get into dis- disagreements about that, like or, or even roommates too. Like, why do you leave that on there? But yeah, I, I thankfully I I side luckily on the on the side of what this expert says. Do you tear those off completely? I use the squeeze bottles, so I don't have to worry about these things. Squeeze bottle sour cream? Yeah. And squeeze top bottle the tater. top the tater. They don't make yeah. squeeze top the tater. Yes, they do. What? Yeah, I will fight you. Show me. I'll show you? Okay. Prove it to me. I don't All believe right. you. All right. Hold on. On air right now? Well, no. I'll, I'll, I'm not going to make everybody wait for you to prove this to me, but I've never seen that before. It's usually in tubs. Here it is. I My mind is blown. Yep. They make it. I wouldn't Where lie to you. Where do you get it? Because I've only seen it in tubs. Oh, I've... I don't remember the last time I've gotten it, but uh, that would make applying it to your chip so much easier. Instead yeah, of digging into the container, kind of nice. My mind is blown. You're welcome. Wow, I can't believe you thought I'd be lying to you. Well, I, you know, sometimes question you, Ian. I mean, Hy-Vee's have them. We don't have them up here. Sure so don't. Go shopping. Sure don't. Huh? Interesting. Now we know. Mm-hmm. All right. Way to go, Ian. Way to use a squeeze bottle. All right. Coming up soon. Music on the oh, way for. I got you off air. I'll tell you. I found okay. a place that we have it in town. All right. Music on the way for you from Sia. Taylor Swift on the way. And we could be getting a new road name in Minnesota named after a Minnesota legend. We'll share the details soon here at Mix 108. Currently 34 downtown Duluth at the Mix 108 studios. And it's rare that you get politicians to agree on things. Yeah. Well, apparently it happened (laughs) with an effort to try to name a stretch of road in Minnesota after Prince. Uh, There was a vote held in the Minnesota House where unanimous. Yes. Nobody said no. I love it was this. a unanimous vote to name a stretch of roadway, a chunk of Highway 5 in the Chanhassen area, uh, to rename it to the Prince Rogers Nelson Memorial Highway. I love that not a single person said no. Yeah. Uh, House members of both parties were um, were actually wearing purple in honor of the vote, Aww. according to a release from last week when this happened. Um, the next step is approval from the other body of government, the, the Senate, which is expected to vote on the measure sometime soon, probably this week sometime. Um, so according to a press release, the Memorial Highway would run um, basically in an area in the Chanhassen area, passing by Paisley Park, which of course is his former home, studio space, and it's now kind of like Prince Mecca, if you will. Like it's the place you go if you want to experience. Have you been, by the way, to Paisley Park? I have not. I have not. But all of this seems like poetry in motion, and I am here for it. You should go to check out Paisley Park. Sometime. I heard. Um, I'm just like never in that area with like free time on my hands. Sure. So my suggestion is plan a trip where that's part of it. Okay. Um, and I'll tell you, so there's a few different tour experiences. Any of them are cool. The higher end ones are going to offer you a little bit more. But right. it, it, in terms of like, it's like being in a music church is kind of the best okay. way I can describe it. Like it's it's got like this hallowed ground thing to it, but in a musical sort of way, Mm. which sounds weird. But if you're someone who enjoys music, because there's a, it's not, I mean, it's where Prince created, but there's a lot of other people that did work there too. I feel that because I went to the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville and it was amazing. Yeah. Same type of thing. Yeah. Um, So the biggest hurdle that the bill faced was the fact that the highway was already named this, the chunk of road that they have that they want to name this because it runs by, you know, in the area that he, called home okay. uh, it's already named for another minnesota figure oh so it's named for a uh, representative august augie mueller who was a long-time state house member who died back in 1996 interesting so that was a little bit of a hurdle to overcome the prince yeah. bill does leave room for both names but basically what they would do is they would alter the augie mueller memorial highway 
moving it a little bit elsewhere. Okay. And and so they're trying to, you know, keep that. They don't want to take that away right. in favor of Prince. That makes sense. Um, so basically if this does happen, they are, they as a part of the vote, they showed off some signs. They're purple. They say, you know, yes. Prince Rogers Nelson Memorial Highway. Um, and so there apparently has been some efforts to um, to actually raise money to make this happen. They're actually saying that taxpayers will have to pay for the signage. Um, there's been a private Organ or a group that's actually raised the money to pay for the signs and maintain them. Perfect. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm guessing sometime this spring before the, the legislative session is out, they'll have a oh, final yeah. vote. And I'm guessing the governor will probably sign off on it and then it'll happen. So there you go. Sweet. Prince Rogers Nelson Highway coming soon probably. <laughs> All right, Ian, coming up soon, you have another chance to win some money. I sure do. I have your next code word for 30 grand in your hand, plus kicking your workday off right with... 80 minutes, nonstop, commercial-free hit music fueled my quick trip and my throwback jam of the day. It's a lot of stuff coming up in just moments here in Mixing Away.